Hey everyone, today's episode is brought to you by Munchy Mug. Munchy Mug is the only spill-proof snack cup made with a stretchy fabric lid. You can shake it, throw it, drop it, and it won't spill. Munchy Mug, making life a little less messy. Hey, backseaters, welcome to Don't Make Me Come Back There. We are a funny podcast about family, and by we, I mean myself, comedian, and host of this podcast, uh, Dustin Nickerson, alongside producer and also stand-up comedian, um, Stephen English. <laughs> you know, there's just so many names you got to think about in this yeah. intro. Yours, mine, the yeah. guest, all of those things. <laughs> uh, we are back in our studio. And by studio, I mean Old Rusty. And yeah. by Old Rusty, I mean my 2009 Dodge Caravan. We are outside a- 09, you said? Oh nine, Bragger. It's a good year. <laughs> aged well, it's like a fine wine. Aged well. Um, we are outside of a Taiwanese. Uh, Taiwanese is that right? Presbyterian church. Is that how you would say that word from yes. Taiwan? Yes. Taiwanese. Yes. What a great. That, that feels good to say. Taiwanese. <laughs> Taiwanese. Just so, yeah, it feels rolls off the tongue. <laughs> and uh, we're recording. Um, so thank you for tuning in. We have a, a really fun episode today with the one Dallas McLaughlin. D-Dog. Uh, Dallas is a stand-up comedian here in San Diego. So it's a San Diego comedy uh, episode. Uh, he is also a writer. He is also an actor. Um, part of the reason that I wanted to have him on, in addition to him being very funny and having great, interesting, funny takes on a lot of different issues, is that he has also been a contributor in the children's cartoon world. Yeah. Being a writer for such shows as Yo Gabba Gabba. Yeah. And Aquabats, yeah. amongst others. No, neither of those are cartoons, though, just so you know. Well, that's, you know, children's <laughs> programming. All right, let's not get caught on the technicalities I just, here. someone's going to say it. I want to get an email about you're it. You're right. You're right. Speaking of emails, uh, always feel free to drop us a note um, to complain that I said Yo Gabba Gabba was a cartoon <laughs> or to say something nice at don't make me come back there at gmail.com. You can follow Dallas on the social medias at uh, on Instagram. He is Dal Skips. D-A-L-S-K-I-P-S. That's him on the Instagram. And uh, over on Twitter, you can follow him at Dallas underscore MC. Dallas um, un, underscore. Umnerscore? Umnerscore. Umnerscore. You're welcome, Dallas, for getting that so perfectly. Um, <laughs> underscore MC. So give him a follow, and I hope you guys enjoy this episode as much as I did. We talk uh, comedy. Uh, we talk uh, church stuff. We talk uh, kids programming. We talk school, education, a lot of parenting. He is a husband uh, as well as being a father. So, yeah, we get into it. We get into the nitty-gritty. Steven, you have been pretending to be a father all weekend, correct? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're watching uh, my, well, I guess my my niece and nephew. I should call them my niece and nephew, but they're my niece and nephew via marriage. I noticed that because... Um, before we started recording, you were uh, cussing a lot more than normal. <laughs> and welcome just, to parenting. I just got, yeah, I just got, I, I'm free at last, free at last. Oh, well, here as we record on MLK Thank God Day. Almighty, I am free at last. That's... No, it was great. It was a good time. It was fun. <laughs> I got to do some dad jokes. We went to, <laughs> we're, yes, remodeling yes, our, yes. we're remodeling our house, and we went to a place called Doors and Etc., and I went to the back and I said, hey, kids, kids, I'm going to go inside and be like, hey, I don't know about your doors, but let me tell me all about all your et cetera. 
And they give you the same look. They get that's exactly <laughs> what they gave me. And then I went in and I was gonna say it, but then they I looked at the girl and the girl was like, No, don't do that. <laughs> and I'm sure they were unified and they didn't like it because they're twins, right? They are twins, yeah. I fraternal have, twins. I do not trust twins. You shouldn't. I don't I've yeah, never good. I've Keep never I I have some that are in laws. Melissa has I especially identical ones. I look at them as oh, like yeah. a God's mistake. <laughs> I mean like you know, it's like you're not, it's not, there aren't, there's not supposed to be two people that look the exact same. No, 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 no. You know, and they yeah. have like the same DNA, right? Like it's insane. Yes, identical twins are, yeah, they're one embryo it's that not, splits. Yeah, no, I, I get nervous around them. Yeah. If I see the two of them together, like I just like, oh, this ain't good. <laughs> well, is it, is They're it, communicating at a telepathic level. Wouldn't it be worse if you only see one of them though? Because you're like, what's the other one up to? <laughs> and then if, the, if it's, if the other one, it's like, is this, which one is and it? And which one am I even are looking at? lying about I, which what I'm one saying it is? is like, they're mutants, is what I'm saying. They are full <laughs> on without the cool X Men powers. So good on you. Yeah. Today uh, is a holiday, which is um, MLK Day, which is great. Uh, the kids are always excited. I was thinking about today how holidays are the exact opposite for parents. That's why you right. were babysitting. That's why we're babysitting. Yeah. The, the yeah. It's just out of town. They get it off and we don't. So now there's just more problems. So my <laughs> Melissa worked today. Um, and she came home and, you know, like I'd slept in because I'd had like a crazy last week where I didn't have a full night of sleep. I yeah. was just doing red eyes and I was emceeing a conference where I had to like be up in the morning. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was funny too. I was in Orlando and like, imme- like this was a conference from like educators all across the country. Sure. And you, that, why'd they pick you? Uh, why? Why, <laughs> why are you going to be this hurtful? <laughs> No, I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. I meant that. I meant that honestly. I meant that honestly. Like, why did they pick you? Because I'm a stand-up comedian, man. I can I can MC some stuff. Uh, I start every conference with some jokes. I mean, they could have got Neil deGrasse Tyson. (laughs) He's funny and he's smart. (laughs) I think think, like what you would have to pay for one night in a hotel room was my total fee for him. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. By the way, there's some people about to walk by us out here. We are about to get the cops called on us. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, oh, a couple brother. of shady characters. Oh god. Do you don't t- make sure you don't have your hood on or anything? No, no, no. Just my LA Dodgers hat. Oh no. No, <laughs> no. Here we go. Um so I was out there and it was so funny cuz everyone's I just I like that like immediately when you go to Orlando, everybody becomes a weather snob. Cuz it was quote unquote cold. Yeah. Cuz it was like 60s and they're yeah. like, "Oh gosh, this is so freezing out here meanwhile they were coming from like tulsa right you know that was underground in snow right <laughs> like right. Uh, <laughs> oh this is insufferable yeah. i can't even oh do you see this i saw multiple clouds today <laughs> several clouds saw... were in sight <laughs> anyways uh but that was that was fun so i didn't get any good sleep but i i came back today and i let the kids sleep in and or excuse me the kids were on screens as I slept and I got up and Claire had gotten out the Cheeto puffs and I was like, Oh no. Cause Cheeto puffs might as well be like wet paint. Yeah. They're so <laughs> messy. Yeah. They're just awful messy. Yeah. And like I go out and it's all over her face and on her shirt, you know, like from all the residue. Yeah. And I was like, this is going to be an absolute mess. And I walked out though. And it's like, None of it was on the couch, and none of it was on the floor. Yeah. And you know why? Because Gloria put it in the munchie mug. 
<laughs> you keep God. You missed you, it again. It's this van. This van is blocks my my like some sort of brain waves. I can't this see it is, coming. And that wasn't even a trick. That's true. The oh, munchie man. mug worked in my household yeah. this morning. Yeah. She was dirty from the residue. Yeah. But it had spilled nowhere because that's the brilliance of the munchie mug. Well now yeah. I gotta I got a question for you though. What's now. that? Now the, the the Cheeto dust, it's all over the munchie mug. I bet you gotta throw it away now, right? Because you, you can't clean it. No. If we had a dishwasher, <laughs> we would put that in the top rack of the dishwasher where it belongs. Said <laughs> so we'll wash it by hand, which is also easy. Speaking also... of hands, it's very soft on the it's hands. It's very soft on the hands. It's a great sensory experience. It comes in uh, several different colors. And if you are a listener to this podcast, you can get a discount mm-hmm. on the best spill proof mark uh, spill proof cup on snack cup on the market there, there it is right there 25 percent off if you go on and type in promo code don't make me munchymug.com free shipping all the time valentine's day coming up get one for your kid or your <laughs> sloppy wife whatever man <laughs> to my sloppy sloppy wife i love you so much I also wanted to tell you a story of I went into the doctor uh, last week. I I don't. Are you like a regular doctor goer? How are you at that? Oh yeah, I got insurance, bro. I go if I got a if I just if I sneeze too hard, I'll go to the doctor. For now, now because I have insurance, I go all the time. Well, that'll hurt you at our age. That's true. I mean, I've been wearing a knee brace for several weeks. My friend Adrian, who we went golfing with, uh, he recently threw out his back, and I asked him how, and he said folding a sheet. And you know what's funny and sad? Like, I wasn't surprised. I was like, you got to be careful out there. Yeah, you're like, what are you doing? You didn't have a spotter? Yeah, it's a two-man <laughs> job at our age. Yeah. I went into the doctor, and uh, I, like, let a bunch of stuff, um, like, kind of... I always do this where I let, like, a bunch of things go in. So sure. I, have to, I feel like it's, like, you know, comedy clubs have a two-item minimum. I have, like, a three-issue minimum. <laughs> Three-ailment minimum. So I go in, and I have some arm pain, and I have some knee pain. I'm just going, we're talking these. And it just turned into, like, the worst doctor appointment. Not even, it's always bad at the start when they make you weigh in. And I'm like, why yeah. am I doing, like, a January 5th appointment? Also, they make you do it with your shoes and all your clothes on. It's like, that's yeah. not an accurate. And you're writing no, it down. No. Like, don't write that down. No, you I go, that's, that's why accurate. I go full nude. I don't care if they put <laughs> it. They actually do it in metric now. They put it in kilograms at my doctor, and I think it's so people don't freak out about it. Oh, that actually makes sense. Yeah, it's that smart, makes sense. But yeah. I, I hit the button and switched it over to American. <laughs> so that's not standard or whatever. It's called American. Uh, <laughs> LBs, yeah, baby. Put on my MAGA hat. LBs, and said, baby. Get this <laughs> yeah. metric nonsense. Hey, I eat quarter pounders. I don't eat. 400 I grammers. quarter pounders like I'm a Clemson football player <laughs> going to the White yeah, House. Yeah. <laughs> Take those 500 grammers out of my face. You can say whatever you want about Trump and have whatever opinion. That was the lamest thing I'd ever seen. <laughs> oh, wait, I was going to say that was pretty good. No, they looked I've cold, I've also been too. dad joking all weekend, too. So Yeah, oh, that's boy. true. I So I go in, and so I have, like, the big thing is I have some knee pain. And I'm going in with, like, my manly mindset, which is, like, it's probably broke. Right. It's probably broken knee. Yeah. Probably got like shrapnel in there, <laughs> just like knee bits running there. Right, he goes it's, in. He's it's, like, "It's in smithereens." That's yeah. what I'm gonna say. And he's like, "I was like, so we do like an X-ray." And he's like, "No, let's do some stretching real quick. I want to check your flexibility." <laughs> and he got to the hamstring, and he lifted my hamstring. Like, no, I'm laying on my back, and he lifts my heel up. 
a foot off the ground. And I go, <laughs> and he goes, there's the problem. Yeah. And I go, what are you talking about? It's a hamstring. He's like, your knee hurts because your hamstring's too tight. Yeah. I walked in thinking that I had a broken knee. Right. And he's like, you need to stretch more. Right. I was like, oh, we're going to need surgery. And he's like, you need a yoga mat. <laughs> yeah. You need you need to stretch <laughs> this out. Uh, you need to and do some head, shoulders, knees, and toes. <laughs> I walked out discouraged, but also thankful that I'm a member at the San Diego Croc Center. There you go. I see. I saw that one coming. SD.crocenter.org, where you can check out all their membership rates. They do offer all kinds of different classes. Yeah. I always promote my wife's class, oh, as yeah. I should. Nine, nine o'clock Monday, Friday, the Les Mills Body Pump class. Phenomenal class. Mm-hmm. But they have yoga classes. Mm-hmm. I swam there again today. Uh, membership is so reasonable. If you are in the central San Diego, it's okay that you saw it. I'm not trying to always trick you on those I know, things. and I don't, I don't, look at, I, you can't see me, but I'm, <laughs> I'm crouched, I'm against the window because I'm like, don't know if he's going to try to trick One me. One of my man. favorite things about that is just how family-centered it is, and they are there for family memberships. Yeah. Um, the wonderful, one of the best parts about that is uh, their play care options. So many gyms don't have this, or they just have like some like little shady side room that they yeah. put the kids in. You're like, like, is this dog. the janitor's closet? I've seen it where they just put like a kids out in the field and they have a couple dogs roaming around <laughs> yeah. nipping them. I see it more so that they have like the cheapest Costco table in like one coloring sheet <laughs> and three crayons to what, choose from. Where do you get those things with like the beads on the rails that you yes, kind of go yes, back and forth? They, I, those haven't been sold since 1994. They, and they have just the rails. The beads have all chipped <laughs> off. Not at the San Diego Croc Center. Yeah. A well-trained staff that is friendly. They'll watch your kid for up to two hours. This is included in your gold membership. So check that ad out, yeah. everybody. I love the San Diego Croc Center so much. So I hope you guys, if you're in the area and that's reasonable, even if you're not, maybe out, maybe on the outskirts, maybe you're in Yuma and you just like driving, <laughs> come yeah. see us. That's a bit of a haul. Uh, we hope you guys enjoy today's episode with yeah. Dallas. Uh, we had a lot of fun doing. Dallas is one of my favorite people. I would never tell him that to his face. Oh no! Uh, but I, it's it's important that you guys know that. Uh, enjoy this episode as always. Um, please rate and subscribe and give us a follow on the social media things. If you have not on Twitter, we are at Don't Make Me There. Come back there, Pod. Don't Look, make me Pod. Don't make me Pod. That's it. I'm worse at promoting that. Mm-hmm. And then also. Um, if you are uh, on Instagram, just follow me or Steven. Uh, I'm at, at Dustin Nickerson, and Steven, you are? Mm, Mr. English Comedy. <laughs> <laughs> really involved on the Very, Instagram. Yeah. Uh, and perhaps more importantly, if you have not already subscribed, uh, do so. And then, uh, you know, give us a give us one of the really, you say some nice words. Say about some nice us. stuff. Say yeah. some nice words. And don't try to trick me. Yes. You know, <laughs> in the words of, uh, of, of John Mayer, say what you need to say. Yes. If it's positive. Nice. Thank you guys so much. All right. Enjoy the episode. See ya. We, so we were talking to my kids about that today. Um, Dr. Seuss? No, no, they, oh. uh, they don't have juice in my daughter's school anymore. Ah. Because, and my wife goes, you know, thanks Obama, which is accurate. That was, it was just Michelle Obama. Oh, was pretty it? much took, because that was her big thing was like. Well, good. Kids health. And that's in shows Stupid. now, right? Like. They had the big push to get Cookie Monster to not eat cookies. And you're like, well, that's just not believable. Yeah. He gets really excited about wafers now. <laughs> <laughs> he gets, He's just going yeah. insane. Trisket Monster. Yeah. Oh, yay. What a mess. Washes it down with a LaCroix. Like, <laughs> oh, just this overwhelming amount of we, flavor. We signed a piece of paper to not give our daughter juice to make sure she was never given juice in school. So you were in favor of that? 
Well, I mean, we just don't want her having juice because, yeah. like, you don't know what kind of juice your school's giving her. Juice was the real myth that we were told as kids. Hey, juice is good for you. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> it's not at all. Like, even apple juice, you're like, if it's 100% apple juice, it's still a lot of sugar because that's what it's in apples. Yeah. Like, people don't realize that there's just natural sugar in apples. Yeah. But that's what people get. Well, it's just it's natural sugar. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. also like, like cancer's natural. Yeah. That doesn't mean like it's something you just latch on to. That's gonna be the name of this episode. Cancer's natural. Cancer's natural. With yeah. Talis McLaughlin. There you go. Well, that's the name of my podcast. So please don't steal that. <laughs> uh, uh, we, we know they they add like because uh, you know you go and they give you like Welch's grape juice or something. I don't know. We just didn't want to have to deal with that. Yeah. And we don't give her juice at home ever. You don't let her take communion at church. We don't. No, we do not go to church. We are very against the Bible in the church. <laughs> um, I just saying that to make you feel uncomfortable. And, not, um, no, if you know, if we're recording, I want to be known that Dustin is a like true hardcore believer. Okay. Um, if you meet him, he will try to baptize you. <laughs> it's very awkward. It's and actually full immersion. Yeah, like I'm not sprinkling you. (laughs) It's just he carries around those like Gatorade things you put on coaches if you're a win, and he just walks up to you and says a quick prayer and throws it on you. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I'm glad that I'm on this side. Well, I I think that what we're talking about, uh, that health thing ties into what I want to talk to you about, which is the kids show stuff, because that is an agenda of kids shows now, which we did not have as children. I felt like our shows, with the exception of Sesame Street as kids, had no agenda. Like, yeah, it just was to entertain you. Well, yes and no. It is really weird how when you develop kids content, it always comes with a, well, what's the lesson that they're going to learn? Yeah. And like when you're a kid, like, I don't think that's always been there, though. I Well, for like Sesame a, Street, it definitely was. Yeah, but it wasn't in Looney Tunes. But it wasn't in Looney Tunes. <laughs> yeah. it, it was not. And But but it's like it's there at some point, like 20 years ago, there was some guy who was the head of something. Who just decided that you needed to learn lessons. Yeah. And then that became like the gold standard. So when Mm. you sell something, well, what's the educational value of this? You're like, I don't know. It's a guy who fights worms. Like, I don't know. Like, what the educational (laughs) value is. That's it. Yeah. Like, and then like you are forced to come up with this loose educational narrative that you'll never revisit. No. (laughs) Just to sell the show. And then you sell the show and then there's one guy at one point that'll be like, well, why didn't you do, we need the educational element. Yeah, the moral lesson. And uh, and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they didn't uh, murder the guy. Yeah. What guy? That guy. There was never a plot line about murder. Yeah, they didn't do it. So that's the educational value. Save that educational crap for PBS. It over with Mr. Rogers. Like when I was a kid, I knew if I turn on PBS, I was going to learn a little. Yeah. And so you, you know, didn't turn it on. I, <laughs> <laughs> well, the TV was always on in the house. But yeah, if uh, I would, you know, I was going to learn letters on Sesame Street uh-huh. and then I was going to learn how to treat somebody on Mr. Rogers and how to deal with my big feelings. Which is funny. My daughter, I have a daughter. Thank you. And she <laughs> is. She, you're welcome. You're welcome. And, uh, oh, I thank you. And she, Dustin's baptized her, so he knows. Um, she, she, she decided, though, it was her choice. It was believer, yeah, it was her choice. believer's well, baptism. When you're two, you can ask your child what they want to do. And you show her water, and if she shook her yeah, head, that's you That's why you teach them religion early. Really early, yeah. We read her the Bible every night. Uh, still do. Even when she's asleep, we just keep going. My kids hold that against me because both of my two older kids go went to like a kind of like a this the preschool different programs and then our young like through the elementary schools but our youngest goes to a lutheran 
preschool. Oh. And our oldest is like, oh, so we weren't good enough to hear about Jesus when we were kids. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you should tell them they lucked out. Yeah. I went to a Christian school when I was growing up and uh, the whole way all the way through eighth grade. Yeah. Halfway through ninth, I left and I went to a performing arts school. So talk okay. about a change, man, like a 90 degree turn. Probably the only thing that could be less lame. It Wait, what? I'm sorry. The Christian school? Yeah, I don't know. The Christian, well, the Christian school, I went to Horizon, which a lot of people have heard about if you're in San Diego. And I had a scholarship to play basketball. And that's unbelievable. It's I, well, you've it. played with me, but yeah, to be fair, were, I was about a hundred pounds heavier <laughs> when we played than when I was in high and school. And were you like this height in high school? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like in seventh grade. I all of a sudden was like six two. Oh yeah. yeah and yeah. Uh, I haven't. I've grown like a half an inch since. <laughs> Those were your glory years for basketball. I was really good. I was really good. Like I honestly, yeah. I would have never made it though. Yeah. Like let's get that clear. Like, no, there was no NBA dreams. You're undersized. For <laughs> yes, the NBA I, right I could have maybe. Been been a point guard but i could never really develop a shot right. but i was a great like i led the league in steals very good at passing mm-hmm. uh had a great vision for the court but i but yeah i never grew taller and everybody else got better and <laughs> then i hurt my knee skateboarding like really bad ripped up a bunch of stuff and so then i transferred to a performing arts high school because that's the one thing i want to do but so like every day was like we started the day with chapel basically prayer yeah. morning prayers and stuff and then i show up performing arts high school and it's just like kids Wearing just like gay, like 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 the rainbow flag beads and yeah. everybody's hair was a different color and yeah you know people yeah people were dancing and people showing up in leotards and yeah it was awesome <laughs> it really was awesome that is such a switch it went from like yeah. being in a school where every day I was I felt bad for just thinking thoughts hmm. to being at a performing arts school where I could think whatever I wanted right. and I got like graded on that right so it was a good switch not to discount your religion I'm sorry. That's <laughs> I know you were a four square believer. I <laughs> know uh, that's not my denomination. Uh, I didn't. I didn't go to Christian schools. I've never attended a Christian school. You're, you're better off for it. Why'd you put your kid in one? Then? Uh, Let's get well, into it. it Why the, did you put your kid? It was the closest. I mean, we go to church. We're a Christian family. We got no problem with our probably uh, safer. Our kids. Uh, it was in the right area, and um, it was it was conveniently located based on where our, we drop our other kids off in the morning. Yep. <laughs> I get it. I get it. This is why she's in the preschool. But she season, goes to God. she'll go to you know, public school next fall. So I think it's good. I mean I get why like I think doing um elementary school at a Christian school was a really good thing. Hmm. Because I felt safe. Uh, I learned it was a very safe and it just felt safe environment. I never yeah. was worried. Hmm. But then when I got to be junior high and they started to get into like sex stuff. Then it got really weird because yeah. like, then I started feeling bad about what I was thinking a lot and doing. Of and... The, you know, the the religiosity and the merge of like religiosity and moralism. Yeah. And when you put that on teenagers, it's just the only way it's just a desire of control. Yeah. The only like the only fruit that you ever see from it is guilt. It's, it's it's guilt and shame, and you and, run the other way most yeah, of the exactly. time. So, yeah, I can tell you how many girls got pregnant at my at Horizon Junior Senior High School yeah. <laughs> graduating class because it was all of them. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. When you tell a kid not to do something over and over again every day, guess what they're going to immediately do? Yeah, that, that thing. thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you go the opposite way. You know what? You know what's lame? Sex. But see, that's sex when I, is for losers. It's not I, even good. When I went to the performing arts school, yeah. Like everybody was like, you can do whatever you want, and so I didn't do anything. Yeah, like, and it was kind of like that was my rebellion. Those are your ways. Uh, schools like that, and you know, and uh, not even schools, environments like that, because you can, 
you can have a kid in a school in that way, but if his home life and his other community life is like that, that will still ring true. Yeah. But it just that's what we want. We want to create an environment with our kids where they know who we are, but they have an opportunity to be who they are. I think be- that's great. Because they might hate and reject everything that we say and believe. Yeah. I think it's funny just the, you know, like what you saw when you went to that other school was what the world actually is. And eventually you were going to find that out. Yeah. yeah and yeah. It, whenever it happened, it was going to be some shock. Like yeah. the world was always going to be just kids singing rent. It's <laughs> <laughs> always going to be that. And I was happy that I found it. <laughs> Bringing their own garbage cans to perform stomp. Oh, <laughs> I, you don't know how much I thank God that I graduated right before stomp became huge. Cause that would have happened. It would have been that intolerable. Brought, that brought you back to God. Like river dance was a kind of a thing yeah when i was a, maybe a sophomore sophomore uh-huh. and we immediately had river dance classes and it was and i am irish like full-blooded both sides and i was like this sucks <laughs> like this is awful <laughs> i hate this uh, but yeah i i get what you're saying i i like with our daughter we you know i grew up religious and my my wife grew up completely opposite yeah but we both want to if she wants to go towards religion like we're not going to say no it's where she but I mean, we're also rein it in and, and make sure she's doing what's safe. And every every parent is forcing some set of beliefs onto their child, and that's a yeah. Method. I mean, we're teaching her nine eleven was an inside job. <laughs> like we are like nonstop every day. I'm showing her YouTube videos. <laughs> building seven, explain it. She's f- almost five, I, and I'm telling her to explain building seven. She and I swear to God, by the time she's fifteen. She'll teach all of you fools. <laughs> she's gonna go to. She's gonna end up in a public high school for the first time, demanding that the earth is flat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're flat. We are, My we dad are. and Kyrie Irving said, <laughs> "What more do you need to know?" Yeah, she already has a Kyrie jersey. Like we are. Yeah. Let we're me on the... talk chemtrails. Let's go. Oh, that's why you believe this. Let me tell you. Yeah, my dad. My mom is a big on chemtrails. My dad's big on flat earth. <laughs> We're both 9-11 truthers. I tried to take that in a nice, serious turn of, you know, we're all raising our kids with certain beliefs. And also, Obama's from Kenya, yeah, so Dal- she's got to know that, Dallas too. Dallas is she's keeping it a comedy know. podcast. <laughs> Sorry. No, I get what you're saying, and I agree with you. You have four? Three. Three. Fourteen. Three. It's funny how everybody rounds up. Well- Three is that number where people are like, sheesh. Because- you know? <laughs> Well, That's because the tipping there's, point. They, well, I, there's all that look. All of them look like you, and I was trying to remember. One looked like, like your wife, and the I, youngest looks more like my wife. Like your than, wife. Yeah, because at, at um, three. By the way, number. both both of us. We should just say on the podcast, both of us married up. I mean, oh, we, yeah, yeah. How did we? I don't know how we pulled that off. Charm, I, charm. <laughs> it is weird. Yeah. How charm can get you places? Oh yeah. <laughs> because there is no way either of us should wound up with our wives. Honestly, mo- <laughs> ever. When honestly, before we shower, neither of us should be allowed outside. <laughs> You know, like in public. This man puts on a beanie. I hide myself behind glasses. and Every time I walk out of my house, my wife makes fun of what I'm wearing. It doesn't matter. It could be a tuxedo, and she would just Which make fun of me. kind of make fun of her, though, right? Because she picked you. I, yeah, you're right. That's a good point. I should throw yeah, that back in her face tonight yourself. when I get home. <laughs> yeah, don't remind her. I'm going to wake her up. <laughs> hey, Dustin said this. Yeah, this is your fault. You pick. Okay, that's, Sorry. that's not the direction. No, no, no. Go. We should make fun of it more. Yeah. I uh, I mean, it's, it is an interesting because there are those people who are like, I'm just do. Everything seems to be, and in, in children's programming, it's it's very very true. Mm-hmm. You're a lot of us are just there to do the stuff that we liked growing up. 
Right. Like when I go into a show, I'm like, how can I make this as silly and stupid as possible? Right. It never enters my mind right. that this could offend somebody or hurt somebody. Like putting Bugs Bunny in a dress. I would never be like, oh, this will probably offend somebody. <laughs> like, it's me just going like, hey, it'd be funny if he was in a dress. Elmer Fudd fell in love with him. And then he hit Elmer Fudd as hard <laughs> as he could when he got close and tried to kiss him. You know, it's like okay. the end of some like a hot. Like, yeah. You're, you, it's not offend. It's like it's weirdly it's hysterical. It's stupid. Yeah. And you're like, there's no this is so dumb. Yeah. And then at the end of it, when Jack Lemmon's like, I'm not a man. I'm a man. And he's like, yeah, I know. Like, it's just like, <laughs> oh, like the big payoff joke at the end. I mean, that was the 40s, you know. Right. But it's like that to me, like when like with Yo Gabba Gabba when we were doing Yo Gabba Gabba like or or the Aquabat show or anything like that it's a mindset of like how can we make this as silly and stupid yeah. as possible everything else be damned like yeah. who cares uh, and then with you know with Yo Gabba Gabba there was always we had to have some kind of an educational element but that was we found a way to do that like the old Sesame Street did when we were kids where they had these weird wacky songs yeah that didn't make any sense. Like the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, like that song. Yeah. Holy crap. Like, how do you recreate that song? And that was basically the point of Yo Gabba Gabba where yeah. it's like, now you watch Sesame street and there's like tales of morality <laughs> and you're like, okay. And now Yo Gabba Gabba, you're like, uh, let's be silly and maybe remind them to brush their teeth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's like three songs about sandwiches and then one about making your bed, you know, it's, <laughs> it, but it's like, that's, I, uh, and like you get away with it but it's like and there are people who will complain and be like well why didn't you do more about this and more about you know like and it's kind of silly like my yeah. daughter loves daniel tiger yeah so like that's her like when she was a kid when she was a kid she's still a kid when she was a child wow. when she but she was like two and three that was her jam she yeah. loved daniel tiger and daniel tiger legitimately taught her some very interesting things that she that i don't know how we would have taught her that like mm. parents go away sometimes and then they come back like go on dates and there's all these songs about like parents come back you know yeah. after, on date nights they come back yeah and it's like you can tell your child that a million times but then they have this show that they love that also shows them that and they connect to that it's from mm. someone she trusts it's from somebody trusts parents shouldn't trust us we're just here <laughs> you left Way Daniel cuter. Tiger was there when yeah, you were gone exactly. Daniel's always well, that's, there and I wanted to make that clear when we leave our child we don't get babysitters we just turn on Daniel me. Tiger <laughs> and we leave yeah, so that's what the babysitter do. does yeah, exactly yeah, <laughs> right. save a few yeah, yeah. we tell the babysitter no TV time mm-hmm, okay mm, and then immediately no, no tablet time. tablet's not a TV yeah, exactly <laughs> We don't say TV anymore. It's screens. Yeah, all of the screens. screens. Although tablets are the size of the TV I had in my room when I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, like, that's kind of like. Listen, I, I've only had a couple of starstruck moments ever in my career. And one of them was when I found out you wrote the Yo Yummy in My Tummy song. Party in My Tummy. Party in My Tummy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yummy. Do you know this song? I don't. Well, if you have a kid, you probably will at some yeah. point. Party in My Tummy. Party in My Tummy. So yummy. So, so yummy. yummy. Yeah, there is a uh, there's about six people who lay claim to that song, and uh, I would say that we we'll probably all did it together. Out all five of them publicly. No, right now. no, like we. Um, I actually <laughs> just got names. into a fight about this recently with one of the guys who was like, "Oh yeah, this guy, uh, yeah, Ricky wrote that or whatever," and and uh, I didn't write any music for Yo Gabba Gabba. I'm not a music person, mm. but I wrote lyrics. Yeah, and so I did my my writing partner and I we wrote the lyrics to that song, which. <laughs> You're welcome. Like, <laughs> talk about Shakespeare. Um, He's a real artist. And then some other people wrote the music to it. So there are a few people who He's collaborators. Who wrote it. Mm. But uh, but yeah, I dude. Are those the kind of shows then that you're like you said you're most kind of attracted to, or like just be silly and wacky and over the top? 
that like that had Yo Gabba Gabba has I don't I we, my none of my none of my kids currently watch it so I'm sure. not sure. Well, it's two to four is what they go for. That okay. was our age group. And they have a uh, Sesame Street like element in that there would be like celebrities in it, and you'd be like, oh yeah. my gosh, you know. Uh, Jack Black. Jack Black did a whole episode. Yeah, which is amazing. They're super good pals. Well, the point of the the they wanted to make a show. They wanted to make Sesame Street. How they wanted to make the Sesame Street for now, basically when mm-hmm. they were kids, because Christian and those guys who developed that show and created that show, they're a little older than me. I think they're in their mid forties now, and they grew up on the old classic Sesame Street. Uh, you know, H and R Puff and stuff like yeah. that weird, wacky world. They're all Mormon. None of them do drugs or anything. So, like, that's the big misconception is that we would sit around and just get high and do Yo Gabba Gabba sure, episodes. Right. Couldn't be further from the truth. Like, <laughs> it was just people being up until five in the morning, like thinking of the stu- silliest, stupidest yeah. thing. Yeah, you can get your brain in a similar state. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> if you get like enough caffeine and enough burritos, and you're yeah. gonna be thinking of some weird stuff. Uh, and so when we like. With the celebrities, it's the celebrities at Sesame Street were never for the kids. Mm. It wasn't like the kids were excited that Karen Carpenter was showing up. <laughs> like they were for the adults to be excited that the kid that this yeah. is on. So it's like we had guests like Most Deaf. Like yeah. the last day I was ever on set, it was Most Deaf, uh, Rock from the Crypt, which is a San Diego band, but they're also very very popular in the punk world, um, all over all all over the world, legitimately. So it was like it was Most Deaf, um, Patton Oswalt. Rock from the Crypt, and then at the end of the day, um, oh, son of a, uh, oh, man, what was that stupid band? I didn't like them, but. Um, the Beatles. No, not the Beatles. No. Um, the Ting Tings. They did that song. Oh, like, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, my yeah. name. Yeah. It's not my name. They showed up, and I'm like, this is just one day. None <laughs> of the kids are going to care about yeah, any yeah. of these people. But I was like, most deaf. Like, I couldn't yeah. believe I was hanging out with most deaf. And the parents watching that show. And super into it. Super into it. So that was like, it's that attracted the parents to sit down and want to watch a show with the kids. And then the show was just, it was most deaf as a superhero trying to grab a star right. from the sky. It was Pat Oswalt as a caveman trying to get cheese. You know, yeah. Rock from the Crypt was singing a song about making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And the other person about being a chef and the guy playing the chef was Thomas Lennon. You know, so it was like none of that was for the kids. No, yeah. <laughs> uh, but visually, but visually, and- it was very fun. It was goofy people, very funny people who yeah. also had kids. Yeah, Adults yeah. can make kids laugh. And yeah. we're like, Pat and I was like, my daughter's gonna love this episode. Yeah. Most stuff is like, my kids will love this stuff. And That's cool. So it was a very fun environment, and that was the whole point. Like you would show up to that show, you'd show up to the writers' room, or the the uh, you know uh, studio to do voices and stuff. And it was like you'd be in the studio for six hours. Just making each other laugh. Yeah. It was the only point. You could do racist voices. You could do uh, homosexual voices, like, you know, yeah. like the lisps and stuff. And it was never like, oh, this will be. It was just like, what can we try to be as silly and stupid as possible? And and also, like, maybe we do incorporate this voice that maybe our kids aren't accustomed to. Right. Maybe we incorporate this entire language. Like, it would just, it would be ideas upon ideas. Like, yeah. oh, it'd be cool if this character, like, I'm doing this really racist Mexican voice. Well, wouldn't it be cool if this character just spoke in Spanish? It would. Okay, now we have a Spanish-speaking character. It yeah. was that kind of thought process. Hmm. Whereas maybe when we were kids, it would have been like, let's just do the really racist voice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. just just Speedy Gonzalez. Mel. Exactly. Yeah. Mel Blank on, yeah, Mel Blank. Andale, 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 andale. Oh, sheesh. Yeah, some of that does not age well. No, it does not. It does not. But I mean, I like, mean, it's not John Wayne as Genghis Khan bad, but it's, you know, there's a... Uh, no. <laughs> it's not uh, Sean Connery as... Uh, what was he? It was the... Um, In uh, Highlander. Highlander, but he was 
He was the Spanish student. Highlander. The Spanish student Highlander. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's right, that's right. Where you're just like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> come here, Pendejo. He calls him Pendejo a lot, like that. Like, Pendejo. <laughs> that should not be allowed. So you guys keep checking your phones. Do we have to go. No, no, this no, is I a very keep, awkward no. thing. I'm just either you're gonna be professional or you're not. I'm let's keeping an eye on the aside. time. Hey, I am I'm a professional let me, man. Let me worry about the time. You worry about this. Maintain is this conversation not entertaining enough for me? I got a lot going on. I know I'm not one of your famous stadium selling Christian comics. All right, I don't getting roasted on my own podcast. Sorry, I didn't bring you on tour to Alliance Church of Oakland and Listen, there's 25,000 people waiting to buy a t-shirt. <laughs> More than one. Lots of t-shirts. If I could do it, I would do it. T-shirts, in a heartbeat. Are you kidding bumper me? stickers. I always look at that. People go, would you sell out to be a clean comic? I'm like, in a heartbeat. It's not like, a sellout thing No, it's either. a sellout. <laughs> if I could do it. <laughs> that Jim kidding. Gaffigan, that Brian If Reagan, I could do it. Like, out. honestly, you know what's funny is I... Oh, we don't have to talk about comedy. We can talk about kids. We talk about whatever you want, man. But no, I think it's interesting. I'm going to just I, be checking my phone the whole time. The thing <laughs> I love about you is that you are go. just looking at text messages from John Christ. And <laughs> what do you need, honey? And I got this Senio comic in here. He's nobody. Um, <laughs> I love that. Uh, I wish I could do more uh, clean sets. And I try sometimes. It's really hard for me to do it. I don't know why it's hard for me to do it. You did a uh, clean set on a show at the comedy store. Uh, La Jolla, where you, yes. I booked you for this show. It was a fundraiser for the rec center. Yeah, that was a fun show. And you, for 10 minutes, just told a story that happened earlier that week, which was a complete farce. of Not a farce. Uh, Are you talking about where you tripped me and yeah, made me just, have a concussion? We're not going to get into this. This is... <laughs> We got time. I'm looking. Let me time. Let me check the time. We've got time. Listen, we run a tight 45. What I'm saying is, you did none of your material. No, <laughs> no, because it wouldn't have worked. Well, who else was on that show? Was it like Schrader? I think it was Taylor. I think might have been there. Uh, probably. Oh no, if Fre- you did it, it was probably Taylor. Fre- uh, Friesen was. I think Friesen. <laughs> Friesen was, was the headliner. Yeah. Don Friesen, right? Well, yeah, I booked the show. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was uh, Friesen was the headliner. Sweet man, by the way. I think Zoltz was there. I think probably. Yeah. Yeah, because Zoltan got up, made fun of me falling. At playing basketball, oh, which yeah, prompted yeah. me to go, I'm just going to tell this story. So for a while, we had a comics basketball game that came to a screeching halt because a lot of people moved to L.A. And yeah. because, you know, well, Dallas also... started to tell these tall tales <laughs> of how aggressive I play. You and do. how you we play were going aggressive. for a loose ball and our legs got tangled. Yeah. Yeah. As they do. I, I, of course. Uh-huh. You know, As all the do. tangled legs yeah. that happen. And, he seems a lot calmer. Dallas seems a lot calmer than you, so I'm kind of... Trips, <laughs> you fell. I, I will just to have my, you know, I'm like Kavanaugh, to have my character slandered like this. Oh, <laughs> you know, man. So you need a beer? You need a beer? <laughs> I drink beer. I like tripping. <laughs> and uh, let the record show that even if I did trip you, which I did not. He did. Within yeah, I believe within it, I believe 30 seconds, I was running a concussion test on this guy. You really were. Because sure, yeah. you yeah. knew he, you gave him a concussion. <laughs> was that, well, <laughs> they, you knew that you he, gave yeah, him. Yeah, that was the point. He yeah. felt guilty immediately, <laughs> so he had yeah. to do something about it. If you shoot somebody and then give him CPR, you still like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you still shot, shot him. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, the jury's out on whether you trip me or not. Yeah. And I understand you wanting to lie about it. It's okay. Listen, someday I'll be selling out stadiums. Not me. I'll be working security, but and I'll, I'll be, be opening them for out. you. <laughs> and so people are like, oh, your you crowd sizes like I'm opening. I'm not. I'm just. Yeah, but I'm you a know special what? Guest. Since though you have been getting, I've been. You know, I follow you on social media because you're a good follow. But you, you have been getting a, a ton of. Uh, what do they call that? Engagement. Yeah. And it's great. I'm that happy. does really well for booking, man. I'm yeah. telling you. I don't get that. <laughs> so I know. I have like followers 
Yeah. I have proportional followers to engagement, which <laughs> I feel good about because yeah. I'm not one of those guys who clearly bought followers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, but at the same time, I'm like, I could use a little bit more. I just never want to be that guy that speaks in exclusively social media terms. Oh, I hear like you. if you've been in a green room and somebody says, uh, oh, my tweet is performing well. I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, kill all of us. I find <laughs> the, myself the, like I'll do. Culture I'll, is dead. I'll, like I do probably once a week. I'll tweet something and be really upset with it not getting more traction. <laughs> but like and even then I get mad at myself. I'm like, yeah. you are you are almost 30 years old. How can you <laughs> sit here and be worried about this? I guess way younger. Yeah. Oh, you're sweet. With the gray in the you're beard, sweet. 25 at yeah, night. Yeah. Well, I, got, I have Steve Martin disease <laughs> where I went gray at 19, and uh, it just hasn't stopped. So yeah. it's been a rough two years since 19. You were 6'2 with a full gray beard. <laughs> you're not far off. I went gray very early. Yeah. Thank God. That's my one excuse. I went to my neighbors. I have neighbors. Um, thank yeah, you. And, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I you got a child and neighbors. And, uh, I have a house. And I live in a community. I, I, I wrote part of my tummy. I have a house. And uh, <laughs> our neighbors, uh, we went over there and there's uh, they're renting. Yeah. And there's about 45 of them Do in this house. Trash. Lander, yeah. And they're renting. Yeah. yeah they're uh, renters. And there's there's <laughs> literally like 45 of them in this house. Yeah. And uh, they're like their cars line the street. Nice. But they're very, they're nice. Like they could be horrible neighbors, but they are nice. And I went over there and knocked on the door because there's a part of the fence that's open and their dog keeps trying to get through the fence. Yeah. But I can't fix it for mine. I, they got to fix it. So I knock on the thing and, and, um, and I just hear the daughter open. She looks through the little w- side window shuts the window and just yells, it's an old man in a hat. <laughs> it was the worst moment of my life. Like I don't, I can't think of a worse moment. Like I've had terrible things happen to me. You know, terrible you things. You can't yeah. think of a worse moment because you lost all your memories during that concussion. I did. <laughs> during the concussion on the basketball court. Except I had a legit badly. concussion. Oh gosh. Which no, I don't blame you. you. I mean, you did trip me, but which is a bruise. I, I had a you. brain bruise. You were to. I went. Had to go to the ER. Yeah. I had a brain bruise. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to go to the. No, ER. No, I did. I really you did. Chose to go to the ER. I everything told me to go to the ER. Okay. By all everything, I mean. Dallas well, because I went, Dallas I played on my lunch break from work, and then yeah. I, where I worked at at the time, and then I went back to work. You went back to SeaWorld. SeaWorld, where yeah. I worked at at the time, and I, and and I went back. A whale, or and I was like, you guys were doing over I can't there. focus on anything. And, and they're like, beat what a happened? dolphin, and then got. I had, a, I had punched a dolphin in the face, <laughs> and they were like, I think you have a concussion. I was like, No, isn't this what we <laughs> do? What we do? What are you talking about? Haven't you seen the documentary? Yeah, you've seen the documentary, right? We kill everything, right? You didn't do your flip. Well, now I got to stab you in the face. That's what we do. Duh. <laughs> While all the other ones watch. Yeah, exactly. Gather this is around. lessons. <laughs> and uh, anyway, I went. It was brain bruise. But for, what was weird about it, have you ever had a concussion? Either yeah. of you guys? Yes. I've never had like that kind of a concussion. Yeah. And they tell you. A non-concussion. You, oh, my God. <laughs> and they tell you. She told me. She's like, you have a brain bruise. And it's just like any bruise. You got to like let it heal. And she's like, like, if you had a bruise on your arm, you wouldn't like touch it or mess with it. She's like, so don't. Try not to read anything for the next few days. Don't watch any television. Like, like that's not going to be a problem. Don't focus. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And for the next couple of days, I didn't. And then I went to write something for the sports website I write for. And I wrote this whole thing up. And I post it. And I literally got, like, uh, no joke, maybe, like, 20, somewhere around 20 texts or emails yeah. saying, like, what's going on with your posts? And I was like, what do you mean? And they're like, there's a lot of typos. <laughs> and I went and I reread it. 
And I was like, oh, my God. Like, there was words missing, like words spelled in ways I didn't know existed. I'm like, this is why I'm not supposed to write or do anything. Like, it was un- – like, I couldn't believe it. I literally couldn't believe it, uh, how weird it was. And probably for, like, a month after, I was, like, really goofy and stuff. But uh, I'm fine now. I'm glad to hear Dustin, thank you. So I won't be suing you, is yeah. what I'm saying, for kicking me and tripping <laughs> kicking me. me. Now I'm kicking you. <laughs> we went from potential. You tripped me and then kicked me on the forehead while I was down. Although that sound, I still hear that sound of yeah. my head hitting the court. I've, uh, it, regardless of how you got down there, uh, <laughs> it always hurts when your head hits the ground. It was one of those ha- sounds... Stephen, where it, it, everyone stopped what they were doing. Uh, yeah. you, I, I love that you pointed at him almost like where, like, uh, and like a radio thing where he could hit a sound bite. Yeah, there. hit the sound effect. <laughs> that I want you to bonk. Yeah, he stopped. Back yeah. to back to cartoons. Uh, oh, back to cartoons. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and saw some bird cartoons going around. <laughs> uh, well, did I? What else no, no, did you I'm want to talk kidding. about? No, no, no. Because we talked about the basketball thing. It's fine. Dustin's a killer on the court. And, uh, you know what? Uh, if I would have had uh, shows to as a child to teach me. Be a better not than, uh, than, than not trip. What do you <laughs> think about like the over the top educational ones though? Like, well, like Dora. A, Dora to me was a turning point. Whereas, see, like, but if you watch Dora now, I think you would go, oh, it's not as educational as okay. I thought, but there are like Blue's Clues, yeah, where you're like, this is clearly just just teaching. There's no plot, making, right? It's there's just, no plot. Like yeah. my daughter has a Blue's Clues book. It's about six pages long, <laughs> and at the end they just fly kites. Yeah. And you're like, they, we'd learn nothing in here. But maybe if she was younger, she would learn something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I, it is weird. We, she she really likes PBS kids. Yeah. She was just always. Because when she was a baby, in the morning, we would watch, I would watch Good Morning San Diego on KOSI because it's mm-hmm. the greatest morning show of all time. <laughs> and then we would tune over about like seven in the morning. We'd tune over to PBS kids and we'd have our block of Daniel Tiger, Curious George, and then it would be like Wild Kratz. Right. Or, uh, Which to me is the Nature best show, Cat. the best kid show on TV. We just Wild saw Kratz. Wild Kratz live. We just saw him last How month. Was that? My daughter hated Wild Kratz forever. When yeah. saw him live, oh, couldn't be more of a fan. Uh, it's the only thing that all three of my kids will watch. You look like you could be a Wild Kratz brother. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean that as a compliment because I am fascinated by those guys. Wild Kratz. Uh, uh, in real life or cartoon, because they are very generous to themselves. You very generous. <laughs> the one there's Steven, one of them. I don't know if you know this. Wild Kratz is a show. It's these two brothers. You know, it's 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 the animal show. The Krat okay. brothers. Yeah, and then they will. There is a story attached to it where yeah. they'll they'll become animated, and they each drop like fifty pounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The one it's that, like Dallas two years ago to Dallas today. They drop fifty pounds. They look better. Their skin is well, of course, you know, seventy five pounds now. But um, <laughs> but okay. no, well, Great. there's that, one if you do uh, the, the live one, the live show. Clearly, yeah. one of them has continued to gain weight. <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, like he is really. Do they joke about it? There's no no, but he's oh, no, out no. of breath. <laughs> <laughs> like they're running around. I mean, I was impressed with the amount that they did for the live show because I was yeah. like, you are not in shape. You are. <laughs> but he went for it. And my daughter was like fascinated. And now she yeah. watches Wildcats, loves it. It's like yeah. her favorite thing. And she does learn stuff. Like today she yes. was like, Dad, you know, like literally this morning, she's like, Dad, do you know that there's a frog that flies? And yeah. I'm like, really? And she's like, yeah, the Wildcats said it. It's yeah. a real thing. And I'm like, that's amazing. What yeah. is it called? She's like, it's called a flying frog. I'm like, well, that makes sense. <laughs> and then like that was like, I'm like, that's cool. Like we're all learning now. The only thing I don't like about Wild Kratz, though, I'll tell you this. Okay. What's your beef? The villain villain in Wild Kratz is like, I'm going to capture all these animals and put them in aquariums and stuff. So it's clearly like a... Exactly. It's clearly like... 
that is the villain. That's exactly right. World. Yes. But then when they go to the live wildcrats, the live action wildcrats at the end to meet the animals, guess where they're meeting the animals? <laughs> In aquariums and zoos. <laughs> so which is it, Wildcrats? Yeah. Is it Pick that you would lane. get to meet these incredible animals and that's the point of aquariums and zoos? Or is it that you went into the wild, that you, you stunned a giraffe with a gun, and then you <laughs> laid next to him and go, look at how we get to meet this you're giraffe. Like, you're like, can we be, can we meet somewhere in the middle? Somewhere in the middle. Can we all be against ivory? But yeah. <laughs> I'm Listen, I'm not, the SeaWorld does a lot of shady stuff, but I can tell you right now, Dustin, from 20 years of employment. Yeah. I've never seen one of them hurt an animal. Yeah. So that 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 should just dis- and it I worked at up. the shows. I literally worked at backstage at the yeah. shows. I would have seen. It. There was one time a trainer hurt an animal. It wasn't a sea animal too. It was yeah. it was a it was a dog. Mm-hmm. Hurt an animal. Oh, who cares? Then? The next day that trainer was fired. There you go. So I I will just Did say he hurt that. his feelings I or like <laughs> physically. Yeah, he verbally hurt the animal. <laughs> I've always thought that. No, I, I verbally yelled the animal yeah. all the time. I didn't watch Blackfish when it came out because I know uh, propaganda when I see it. Sure. I'm like, and I was like, okay, some of this is going to be true, but I'm pretty sure this was a bitter ex employee. There's three bitter ex employees. Yeah. All fired for drug use. FYI, <laughs> that's not a lie. I knew them all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, and there you go. Like, and I'm like, okay, it's like when I was a kid, um, I'm not going to remember the name. There was a go- Shamu, a gorilla uh-huh. at the Tacoma Mall. What? Just at the mall? At the mall. I, I got to look this up. I'll, uh, in, in, you sure it wasn't your dad in a suit? <laughs> <laughs> and it was in a very small, it wasn't in a zoo. It was at the mall. This was in the 90s. That's incredible. And, you know, I look at like, uh, in so many different ways, culturally, we've improved yeah. rapidly, and that's one of them. Like, I, oh I, yeah, I, 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 the, we would go to the Woodland Park Zoo a lot, the one in Seattle when Joel was young and we still lived up there, and they have an exhibit essentially that kind of said, "We're sorry." Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, this is how we Make used to be, yeah. And it was like gorillas, and yeah. you know, throw and. It was a, it was like a circus. Totally. It was like you know some P.T. Barnum stuff. Yeah. Like it was a totally different. That now, and that's what I've always thought about SeaWorld. I was like, listen, like I'm sure there's some shady. Oh stuff. man, <laughs> up, well I'll tell you, you this. can't just get a whale. Like I'll tell you this. Up until the I'll tell you this. Kids. I'll, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. <laughs> up until the 90s, when Anheuser Busch bought SeaWorld for a time, they owned SeaWorld oh, for like about, about 10 that. years yeah. or so. Before that. I think that was like 90, oh God, 95. That's when they had the Clydesdale exhibit. Yeah, yeah 95, 96 or something like that is when they bought them. Before that, the rule of thumb, not just SeaWorld, training across the board, yeah. across the globe was negative reinforcement. Hmm. When Anheuser-Busch right. bought SeaWorld, they were I think were that the, was true of how people were parenting them. Yeah, exactly. Too, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just like your dog at home, like your dog runs up and you're like, ah, and you hit it. You yeah, know, like yeah. you don't know what to do. Uh, so I, you know, there's, I, and SeaWorld fesses up to it. So there's a lot of stuff in that documentary where it shows like back in the seventies, they're yeah. like spearing fish and you're like, yeah, yeah well, that's kind of what everybody did. Yeah. Uh, not saying it's right at sure. all, but Anheuser-Busch it's so was funny like, cause I'm, even in that you're like, yeah. And like 10 years before black people had different water fountains. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Which one are you concerned about? Uh, but like, even then, like, you know, I get it and I get it. And so like Anheuser-Busch made a big big push that we're doing everything's positive reinforcement from here now there's a negative one more negative reinforcement and they led the way in it so like so I'm I had not no idea to, that was Anna, I thought Anna that was going to go in a different direction and that's my own stigma I guess I was like, no Anna. it's they they wanted they didn't want to be associated with anything that could be perceived as animal cruelty. as animal cruelty yeah. which was 
thank God. Yeah. And they changed the whole philosophy at SeaWorld and it changed the artists changed across the board. Or, yeah. But there are, but like, that's the thing. I don't really, also, I don't care. Yeah. Uh, I don't work for them anymore. And, yeah. uh, and I had a great time. I mean, writing, I wrote a ton of shows for them. Yeah. That kind of goes into like writing for kids. My, entertainment o- and stuff. my only beef with SeaWorld is that two times in San Diego's funniest person, I lost to SeaWorld employees. So <laughs> does it make you feel better or worse that I was one of those people's bosses? Oh, were you James? I was James's boss, boss when he went. No. Uh, <laughs> sorry, but honestly, the time that Just I better won, the time that I beat you, I honestly think any of us could have won that night. Okay, now except we're... for well, there's two people. This is three. You we don't need to talk about this. Sorry, there's now. two people three that, years that weren't going to win, but you weren't one of them. Like, <laughs> you, I think you, me, and uh, Trenton. Oh yeah, could have either one of us could have won that night. You had a great set. Thanks, You're a really man. good comic, Dustin. Oh, it's like the Mount Rushmore of San Diego yeah, comedy. I'm a, I'm a really and none good, of us live in San Diego. <laughs> really good Christian comic. Do you still live in San Diego? I no, I live in La Mesa. Oh, so idea. LA. I've, I've, <laughs> <laughs> LA. You Mesa. made the move. You I can move. Uh, throw. I'll never live in LA. Oof, no thanks. Would you never? No. That's a great. Uh, uh, yeah. It's a See, hard that's pass, the thing is working yeah. in uh, working in television. I because I did for, I mean. You know, I worked on and off in television, mainly kids TV for a decade. Mm-hmm. And I still, every once in a while, I'll still get thrown a project from right. somebody. Uh, it's rare. I work on, I don't know, for a YouTube channel now, which is a kid's mm-hmm. specific family. It's called Daily Bumps. Okay. They're a family-specific YouTube channel. They do daily vlogs. and Oh, cool. But they also branch out. So we're like, we're working on a book right now. They're doing music. It's just, It's a whole big production company, basically. And that's why they brought me in, was to help them kind of develop more projects. But, um, which is the future, by the way, if you have a kid, I mean, YouTube I is the number one five, spot yeah. pretty much, mm-hmm. uh, for, for kids. But anyway, like working in LA for like a decade, just driving back and forth and people are like, why don't you live here? And I'm like, have, do you ever hang out in LA? Like I hate LA. everything about it. I really dislike it. And I've only lived in two cities that have a natural disdain for LA. Seattle hates LA and San Diego might hate them more. You know, yeah. it's just not, it's just not a cultural fit for me. It's not a vibe fit for me. And you got kids. Yeah. Like no. I have my buddy, Ryan, he lives in LA, uh, lives in, um, uh, right next to Universal Studios. I'm not sure. It's not Universal City, but. Okay. But it's whatever the next one, Coldwater Canyon or something. Sure. But, uh, Laurel Canyon, I think. But anyway, he lives up there with, he's got three girls mm-hmm. and they have a, like a nice house in a nice neighborhood. Yeah. And, but they also make pretty good money. Like he's, right. he's a TV guy. And so I think if you had a certain amount of money. You could maybe be in the right well, neighborhood. I could, will tell you this: I grew up in Los Angeles, okay, and I'm fine. Why you gotta say it like that? I'm fine. I Why grew up in Los like Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up in Cerritos, which is oh, that's East, not LA. East, Come East, on, it's, 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 it's in Los Angeles. That's, that's like well saying you grew up in La Mesa yeah. it's and two, you grew up in San Diego. It's two cities from Compton. Keeps us the buffer. He is very angry. I'm very looking at you. I'm shaking. You're talking about. I grew up in Los Angeles. I would get a different. I loved it. I could afford one. I loved it. Then I moved to Seattle. Guess what? I hated Seattle when I was a little kid. LA producers are the cheapest. That's why there's so many of them. Just a dime a dozen. All right, that's it. Thanks for doing the podcast, buddy. That's it. That's it. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. If you have not done so already, please rate and subscribe. Follow us on all the social medias and share with all of your friends. Also, if you want to shoot us a note, uh, you can email us at don'tmakemecomebacktheir at gmail.com. Also, if you enjoyed this episode and you have not done so already, please go back and listen to all the episodes we've done before. Thanks so much, everybody.